Steve and Andy meet Batman, episode 10, Surfs Up, Joker's Under. Alright, after a extended hiatus, we're back. Yeah, what was it, like two weeks, I yeah, think? Yeah, we're a little late, and I apologize for that, it's mostly my fault. But, you know, I've been busy with school, finals and everything, but finally it's winding down, and summer's coming up. So and that means more episodes of Steve and Andy Me Batman, probably. What we've been thinking is, normally we've been doing one like every one and a half weeks, but this summer we'll probably be able to do at least two a week, <laughs> if anyone cares. <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of uh, maybe two a week. I mean, that's, I'll be surprised if we actually do the two a week. I can see like at least once a week, but I want to try multiple ones a week just to see if it can happen. I think it can happen, but the question is, do people, can people handle it, is what I'm I don't, the, the thing is, can people handle it? No, of course not. But are we <laughs> going to do it anyway? Of course we are. That's right. It's like this whole show. Does anyone actually want to hear this? Of course not. But are we doing it anyway? Yeah. That's... Yeah, it doesn't matter. We don't care what people want. We're like a car wreck. That's the thing. People only listen just to see if we're actually doing the show. <laughs> that's nothing like a car wreck, though. But it's it's different. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But that's even they don't want to watch, but they can't help it. Exactly. Exactly. They'll just slow down for maybe like three seconds to just glance over. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. And yeah. I don't want to talk about on Stephen Handy this time. <laughs> They'll listen for like ten minutes, and they're like, "Yeah, all right. See you guys next week. See you guys in a week and a half." <laughs> but that's how it is in North America. But of course, we are pretty big in Europe. We're huge in Europe. We're a giant in England. We're about right now. They haven't. Stephen Andy Mania is right now. It's on the level of Beatlemania and T Rex to see. That's how big it is right now. And it's about to get even bigger because. Um, next week's episode, I don't want to oh, spoil yeah. it, but it yeah I know it involves Europe in a major way. It does. I All know. right, wow, forgot about that. So, is anything else new? Uh, not really. Um, I saw Wolverine over the weekend. Yeah, and uh, actually, I just saw Wolverine. I went to the zoo and I saw Wolverine. <laughs> so, how was it? Um, it was it was terrible. Well, if if anyone's seen it and has an opinion on it, you. You should email us and let us know. If, yeah, if since I... Seen... Is this the first comic book movie? No, Watchmen, I guess, would be the first comic book movie released during our... Yeah. But, oh well. I mean, tell us what you think about Wolverine. If you want to tell us what you thought of Watchmen, go ahead. That's fine, too. Yeah, I mean, we don't but... care. StephenAndy at gmail.com. You should send exactly. an email. All right. Exactly. So this week's episode... Oh. What? Oh, go ahead. I, I, ate, I, I ate tacos tonight. They weren't from Taco Bell. They were homemade tacos, homemade? but they were good. Not as good as they... Taco Bell, then. I don't know, they were pretty good, and I'm actually kind of mad at Taco Bell right now, because, like, last week, I went to Taco Bell, and I got bean burritos with no onions, and guess what they had in them? Beans? Onions. No did, beans. Did they have, they didn't have, I got an <laughs> no, onion burrito onions. with no beans, and they had beans in it. You know what? Yeah, I was like, can I, have a, can I have a bean burrito with no onions? They're like, yeah, wait a minute, and then they gave me my order, I went from opening them, nothing but onions. <laughs> they did it just to spite you. I know, they did. How can they get those orders wrong constantly? I know, because really, most of their things contain the same ingredients, and it's only like five ingredients. Beef, lettuce, maybe tomato, and cheese, and a tortilla. I mean, it's not that hard to get, to exactly. get right. Is it that hard to say, I, would, I want a bean burrito with no onions? Do you know what a bean burrito with no onions is? 
Just that bean paste. <laughs> it's beans and cheese, basically. Yeah, exactly. How is that hard to screw up? We should. But you stop. know, every, every every time I get like a cheese roll up or something, there's always one piece of lettuce in it. <laughs> I know. Whenever you get something at Taco Bell, just expect to get like extra things in there. It's like sometimes um, in Burger King, you'll get like. But this is good. When you get fries, maybe you'll get one or two onion rings in onion there. Onion rings. <laughs> that always does happen. I hate onion rings. I don't like onion rings. <laughs> I hate onions. But it, that is true. You always get, like, one onion, at least one onion ring in your fries at Burger King. <laughs> it's, it might be a policy. I think maybe the fries you actually could... come with it. We should stop criticizing our sponsors, though. I mean, they're going to Taco Bell and Burger King. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Right. That's true. <laughs> well, this week's episode is one of my favorite episodes of this series ever. Oh my it's god, I know this is a, this is an awesome episode. It's classic. Uh, are you ready to get into the episode? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So this is season three, episode ten. And I can't believe we're already on episode ten. I know, this is a milestone. It's taken us like maybe 20 weeks or I have no idea how long. But... Alright, season three, episode ten. Surfs up Joker's under. And it's an episode about surfing. Yeah, um, the original original air date was October 16th, 1967. Alright. It was written by Charles Hoffman and directed by Oscar Rudolph. Alright, we open at Gotham Point, and um, we see some surfers just catching some waves. And we learn that the World Surfing Championship is coming up very soon. It's interesting that the World Surfing Championship takes place in Gotham City, which is supposed to be like New York. So I know, you would think that would be in, I don't know, Australia maybe? Or, you know, or somewhere anywhere that but, is famous for surfing? Anywhere but New York, basically. Yeah, I know. Um, but it, it, it is, and we don't know why. And uh, we meet Skip Parker, and apparently he's a local surf idol. Cause surfing's... So this, is, this is what I'm wondering, though, with the Skip Parker thing, how he's like the hottest surfer in town, so he's for sure to win the World Championship of Surfing. Right. Is he really that good, but that he's only known as a local idol? Wouldn't he be, like, a worldwide idol in surfing? Maybe, in, you know, in this, in the Gotham City universe, um, surfing is only popular in Gotham City. Because <laughs> the two main surfers that are in competition are both from Gotham. <laughs> and I, I have no idea why. That's a good point. If he's... I have no idea why. But, I mean... During this whole sequence, we're hearing things like uh, how Skip Parker is a wave jockey, and uh, he's riding out the soup. <laughs> and I love these. This is so full of horrible slang, this episode. It's yeah, I, I did like all the surfing talk. That was funny. Uh, we see Barbara there, and it's actually her birthday from last episode. We learned that it was her birthday, and she decides to spend it watching Skip Parker ride out the soup. So he comes in, she's wearing sort of like a, uh, kind of a, a sexy bathing suit, almost. Which almost. Is almost. Almost. Really kind of uncharacteristic for Barbara, I think. Well, it was, it was restrained enough that it was keeping in character. It was a, like a, a black one piece that had like a, like a mesh, almost yeah, like mesh netting over cut. where, where yeah. her, like, cleavage would be. Yeah. So it was risky, but... Risque, but uh, but ulti- ultimately, uh, uh, I don't know. Conservative enough to. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So, um, Skip comes in. He he finished 
jockeying the wave, I guess. I don't really know. Barbara what said, is jockeying the wave? I don't know. You have to ask Skip that because he knows all the terms. That's really what all his surfing knowledge is. It's just terms. Because he comes in, he sits next to Barbara. She mentions that uh, he really shot that curl. He says, yeah, I was lucky, though, because the co- <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight face. I was lucky because those combers are really hairy out there. I don't even know what that means. It's Comer. Do you think it's like a? Maybe nobody does. You think Maybe like Skip a, was just making it up as he went along. You think? I think Comer. <laughs> it's like a slang maybe for a gay man. If you replace Comer with with gay man, like a homosexual, it would it would actually everything makes sense. <laughs> does, does it? <laughs> I don't know. We cut to the Joker pulling up. Um, he picks up a hot dog. And starts talking into it. But we learn that the hot dog is actually like a radio or a phone. And he's calling up this surf shop run by a guy named Hot Dog Harrigan. So the Joker's keeping in the theme with talking into hot dogs. This guy's name is actually Hot Dog. Who would name their kid that? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. think That's it's a, a good question. I really don't think it's a nickname. It's his actual name. Um, well, someone, oh, in, someone in Gotham, obviously, would name their kid Hot Dog. <laughs> So a woman answers the uh, other end of the hot dog phone, and uh, she tells the Joker, "Yeah, hot dog. This is con- uh, hot dog Harrigan is uh, distracted." So then the Joker comes in. He kidnaps hot dog Harrigan. He tells the woman, "I quote to tell that hot young surfer Skip Parker he has a hot phone call at the Hang Five. Okay. <laughs> um." We cut to the woman, she goes out and tells Skip that he's got a phone call, and he's like, I guess it's just a member of the adoring public, because Skip Parker has a huge ego. I know he does. Babs got jealous. Barbara got jealous of the Joker's girl talking to Skip, though. I know, she's like, who was she that was giving, yeah. yeah, she was giving him some sass about it. And Skip, Skip is kind of a jerk, because he just says, look, it's just some chick, I gotta go, and he just leaves. I know. I know, he was like, hey. Some chick I gotta go with her. I mean, I, I wonder if this happens all the time. If you're Skip Parker, it does. I guess it's, it is good, though, that Bar Barbara... I always want to call her Babs. It's a good thing that Barbara's hanging with people her own age, though. Yeah, I know, but there are idiots like Skip Parker, unfortunately. Oh, that's true. That's true. We cut to the surf shop. Skip comes in, answers the phone. This green gas starts coming out, because it was obviously a trap. The Joker comes out, and... He reveals his plan, which is to get all of the surfing secrets from Skip and become like this amazing surfer in order to gain the respect of all the surfers in Gotham and become king of the surfers, which will somehow uh, let him take over the world. I I was going to say, what will that do for him? He's respected by all the bums on the beach. Big deal. (laughs) I don't get it. This is worse than Louis the Lilac's plan to become king of the hippies. King of the hippies, yeah. Because surfers are nobody. They they just surf all the time. They're not going to do anything. And they, and and becoming the, the surfer king is that really illegal? No, it's not actually. And all the all the Joker really wanted to do was enter a surfing competition, and Batman will have no part of that. <laughs> I know. I don't see how that's illegal. Him surfing. Well, back at the beach, Barbara sees the Joker right off, and I guess she gets a little suspicious, obviously, because, wait a minute, Skip's gone, the Joker's here. So she goes in to the surf shop, phones her dad, 
We later see Batman on the phone uh, with Commissioner Gordon. They tell him Skip is kidnapped, and somehow Batman knows who Skip Parker is. And this is what I thought was pretty weird. Um, the commissioner says, yeah, and Hot Dog Harrigan's been kidnapped, too. He's missing. Batman's How did he like, find out? <laughs> I have no idea. I guess, hot, you know, when Hot Dog Harrigan's gone, people know. at <laughs> Nobody told him that Hot Dog was... <laughs> Barbara would have no clue that Hot Dog Harrigan was missing. But what I found so weird about that is Batman knew who Hot Dog Harrigan was. This guy just runs a surf shop, and Batman's like... Oh, hot dogs gone too. And he refers to him by his first name. I want to know why Batman and Hot Dog Harrigan are are on a first name basis with with each other. That's true. I mean, we don't know how much Batman loves to shoot the curl or jockey the waves. I do know that Batman loves a Harry Comer though. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Batman does love a Harry Comer. <laughs> Batman says, "Let's take the Batcopter down to Gotham Point." Why would he have to take the Batcopter? Because it was awesome. It was a really cool shot of it flying over a beach. So they take the Batcopter. We cut to Gotham Point, and this is very ridiculous. We see O'Hara and Gordon in full... They actually look like modern-day hipsters, really, with those glasses and those shirts and hats. They're, they're trying to blend in to the surfer crowd. Um, they give each other names. Uh, Duke and Skip. It's Duke and Buzzy. Buzzy, yeah. Gordon is buzzy. He would be buzzy, too. He would be. Um, this is the first time I've ever seen them go undercover. Why did they decide to go undercover in the surfing culture? Because you know that they're really into surfing. They, they want to... I, I mean, is, is Hot Dog and Skip being missing? Is that really that big of a crime? That Gordon feels he has to go undercover? That's true. How? What's going on in Gotham where a beach bum gets kidnapped and the owner of a surf shop named Hot Dog gets kidnapped, and that's so bad that not only the chief of police, but the commissioner of the police department have to go down there undercover. What's and Batman has to fly his helicopter. <laughs> this is a big deal in Gotham. We cut to the Hang Five, and there's a party going on inside. And O'Hara and Gordon are just sitting there, trying to be undercover. They try to go undercover, and who blows their cover? Batman and Robin. They just walk in. You try to be discreet. You would think so. And Batman and Robin are constantly undercover, if you think about it. They're not really Batman and Robin. So you think they would know the, you know, the the rules of going undercover. Don't blow someone out. That would be like Alfred coming up to Batman at Commissioner Gore's office and saying, Hey, Bruce, by the way. <laughs> we, uh, we see Batman and Robin walk over to O'Hara and Gordon, and they just sit down, try to play it cool. But it obviously is not working. Uh, the woman who we saw earlier phones... I think her name is Andina. So that's what I'm going to call her from now on. Andina phones the Joker. Uh, she tells him, look, Batman and Robin's here with these two old dudes. We cut to the Joker. He's uh, tying Skip up. And he has this machine that will transfer all of Skip's surfing knowledge to the Joker. So... Somehow the Joker has acquired this machine, or developed it, I don't know, where you can just tie it up and then you can learn everything from someone else. I mean, I could you could just transfer knowledge from one person's brain into yours. Why would he use that on a surfer? 
He could. He should find some scientist or some genius or a bunch, and he can become the smartest man in the world. Why would he pick a surfer named Skip Parker? Just the invention itself, he could sell for hundreds of millions of dollars. Even in 1966, he could probably sell it for close to 100 million dollars. <laughs> that invention. Yeah, that's that would a good be like point. the greatest invention ever. And he's wasting it on surfing secrets. But he does want to become king of the surfers really bad. He must really like surfing. <laughs> back in the Batcave, um, the Bat computer has produced a picture of two bare feet. And Batman thinks this is a little weird. Um, then he says, he starts thinking, well, let's see, tin toes. There was a surf shop called the Tin Toed Surf Shop that recently closed down, which is probably where the Joker is hiding out. <laughs> and he's right. This show, this show loves far, far out like hunches. <laughs> we cut to the Joker, and he now has all the surfing knowledge. He wants to win the surfing championship, and the respect of all the surfers, and he wants to somehow get all the surfers. He he believes that if he can become their king, he can tell them to plunder and pillage Gotham, and. Really not a great idea. I don't think you can get surfers to just leave the beach like that that easily, even if you <laughs> commit crimes. And Dina comes in. She tells the Joker Batman and Robin are here. They're parked out back. And Joker's like, look, I've got it under control. They're probably going to bust in through that window. And I have these poisonous sea urchin spines that I'm just going to throw at them. And we see Batman and Robin sneak up to the window. And this was kind of funny. Batman asked Robin... Uh, are you ready to bust in? Robin says, I'm never ready. <laughs> but, and Batman, he didn't stop and think, well, why Why not? What should, should we better prepare? Bat, he just says, all right, let's do it anyway. They bust through. Joker throws these, these spines, which are just like these needles at them, and they all stick in. Batman and Robin pass out. Later, we see Batman and Robin tied up on these tables, and um, the Joker is planning to make surfboards out of them somehow. It's a weird thing. I don't know if he, he plans on using these surfboards. But, um, so the Joker leaves. First of all, a horrible idea. Never leave Batman and Robin alone with two henchmen. It has never worked out good. Ever. They'll always, yeah, they'll, they'll always break away. These surfboards. Right. Wouldn't, won't they be too heavy to be, to use them? You would think so. I don't know. The Joker, he's not a surfboard designer, obviously. He needs to get hot dog obviously. in here and get some consulting. Help what happened? To, where did he put hot dog? In the garbage can, remember? Oh, yeah, he's I in, forgot. Yeah. Um, so the henchmen start covering Batman and Robin in this fiber glass. Um, later, we see Batman and Robin. They are full surfboards at this point. They became flat surfboards. Yeah. Uh, the, the two... Henchmen come up with a bucket of, like, acrylic paint, and he's like, you know what, these would look really good with, like, a thin layer of paint or whatever. So they just start painting. <laughs> the surfboard starts to smoke. Then they just explode. Batman and Robin come out. The henchmen freak out. They run away. Batman says, oh, the sea urchin spines are gone. The fiberglass must have dissolved them in the poison. <laughs> or they forgot to put the continuity person forgot to put them <laughs> back on. <laughs> um... Robin's like, shouldn't we race after those henchmen? They might be trying to kill someone or kidnap someone. Batman, he says, no, we're in no hurry. We've got all day here. He sees some sandy footprints. They lead up to this 
storage locker. He opens it up. Skip Parker's inside. Skip tells him about how the Joker kidnapped him, stole all his knowledge. Then Skip says, I just gotta go find Barbara Gordon. I'll see you guys later. He leaves. <laughs> like, Batman's like, wait, no, wait, can we have more questions with you or anything? Yeah, no, but Batman has a plan. He tells Robin to catch the subway or a taxi back to Wayne Manor. So, can you imagine <laughs> being... <laughs> Being in the subway and you just see Robin on there, just riding the subway back to... Sitting on the subway? Well, he is the boy wonder. I guess he can't drive quite yet. Oh, no, no, he can! But he has no... Yeah, but they took the Batcopter there is the difference. That's true, that's true. I bet he doesn't have a pilot license. (laughs) Yeah, it would be really weird if you're just riding the subway one day and Robin's there. I don't know how he would react to that. And this would mean that there must be a subway stop close to Wayne Manor. So if you see Robin get off at the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just drop me. Yeah, what would Robin say to the taxi driver? Please take me to Wayne Manor. If, if, uh, I don't know. But Batman says, "Bring your surfboard back." That was the whole plan. Couldn't he find a surfboard? There are thousands of surf shops around. Bring your surfboard back. Later, um we see Batman and Dick. They're standing outside the Hang Fives. Uh, surf shop about to go inside. Batman's like, look, when we go in there, just play it cool, okay? Inside, the Joker's telling all these fantastic stories about how great of a surfer he is. And, um, we see just Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara just standing there listening. They're really into these stories. They don't try to stop the Joker or arrest him. They're just standing there listening to his stories. Batman comes in. He's got good stories. <laughs> He, Batman comes in, he challenges the Joker to a surf-off, but the Joker's not going to have any of that. He's like, look, the entries are closed for the surfing competition. You can't enter. Dick Grayson comes in and says, I am Bruce Wayne's youthful war, Dick Grayson. And as you all know, Dick Grayson is the president of the Surfing Association of Gotham. And... I somehow have the ability to let Batman enter. It's very, I mean, it's an abuse of power, really. It is an abuse of power. Bruce Wayne holds too much power in Gotham City. He's the the president of every athletic (laughs) commission. Not just the athletic commission, he's the president of everything. The library board. He owns Gotham. He does. He could be Gotham's greatest criminal. And I think he is. So Dick enters Batman, and they've got to, the Joker has to accept them. I mean, these are the rules. And uh, Batman says... And Joker abides by the rules every time. And Batman says, shall we go into the men's locker room and put on our baggies? Hmm. Um, (laughs) Do wear their baggies. um, We cut to the weirdest thing ever. Um, Batman and the Joker come out of the men's locker room together. And... (laughs) They're both wearing... The Joker still has his full suit on, and so does Batman, but they're just wearing swim trunks over over top of the suit. That's a little weird. But what I find even weirder is, how awkward would it have been in that locker room? In that changing room? In the, so Batman and the Joker changed together. I mean, what do you think they said? They're in the room yeah. together. I hope, I hope the, the Kurt Combers are very hairy today. <laughs> Really strange. Um, Barbara then comes out. She sees Skip. 
She's like, oh, hey, Skip, let's go check out the competition. Really sort of nonchalant. Like, oh, are you are you okay? You got kidnapped? No, she's like, oh, there you are. Where'd you go? Really weird. Um, we see the Batman and Joker run out to the beach. This is the strangest thing I think I've ever seen. First of all, they still have their full suits on. And the Joker's wearing, like, an actual suit, like a business suit. But it's purple, obviously. That's not the greatest thing to surf in, you would think. I don't know. They do a good job surfing, though. But Batman has a custom surfboard. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. I wonder what. I wonder where it is today. His custom surfboard. Yeah. Um, probably in like a landfill somewhere. <laughs> I would say that was one thing that wasn't kept. It should have been. If anyone out there knows the whereabouts of the custom surfboard, you should send us an email. The Joker had, like, a nice pink one, didn't he? Like, a pink and oh, green one. Oh, this was green, yeah. Pink. It, it was Joker-themed surfboard. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a cool surfboard. Well, when you're a super villain, and you're gonna... You need your own themed surfboard. Even if you don't plan on surfing ever. Like, the penguin should have, a <laughs> like, a penguin-themed surfboard. You know the penguin has a penguin-themed surfboard. Yeah, he probably does. Mr. Freeze probably has one. <laughs> we see everyone on the beach watching, and this trash can is pounding, and Chief O'Hara... It's like, shouldn't we open up that trash can? Someone might be inside. But Gordon's like, no, 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 we gotta watch Batman and Robin. <laughs> they catch this big wave. It's so ridiculous. We see the Joker hopping around. Batman doing, turning around. It's just really strange. Um, all of a sudden, a shark comes up and approaches Batman. These waters are dangerous. It's a very dangerous water. That's what you get in Gotham Harbor, I guess. Luckily, Batman has a can of bat repellent spray. I'm sorry, a can... That, of... I was going to say, when did that just repel bats? No, it was a can of shark repellent. And he just sprays it at the shark and it goes away. I wonder what that was. Because the shark... It, it... I wonder what chemical compound... I don't, I don't know what makes sharks disappear. What smell? Obviously not blood. <laughs> it's very convenient that Batman had that. I don't think he ever goes in the water without it. The band notices that the Joker is performing an island pullout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. And But Barbara says, well, wait, Batman's doing a nose pullout. Which one is better? I don't know. I think an island pullout sounds better than a nose pullout. The Joker comes in, he gets in there first, he thinks he's won. He says cowabunga. Dick is like, wait a minute, I will tally up the points. Obviously no bias there. Um, Dick says, I've tallied up the points, Joker, and you have one point for your flashy style. But Batman got all the other points. There's no way that Batman won that. Can There's no way. He got, all, he got one point for being colorful. <laughs> because everyone knows... That an island pullout is worth more than just one point. Something's not right. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, I agree. The Joker's pissed. That trash can is still pounding. Finally, they decide to open it. And Hot Dog comes out. And he's like, look, the Joker has kidnapped me. That's when everybody freaks out. The Joker runs away. Batman and Robin rush off. Actually, Batman rushes off. He tells Dick, why don't you see if you can find Robin? 
around here. No one picks up on the fact that Dick <laughs> is actually People pick around. up on it, but no one says anything. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Everyone knows who Batman is, but they just play along to humor him. Is, is like, Bruce Wayne, like, an eccentric millionaire on the old TV show? One that no one ever sees? <laughs> is he ever out in public? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Uh, other than the accordion concert. <laughs> I don't know. So... <laughs> Batman, they they rush off, chase after the Joker. Uh, Barbara goes in to the ladies' restroom to get changed. I guess she just keeps a spare Batgirl costume at the surf <laughs> shop bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. A fight breaks out. Eventually, Batman subdues the Joker. He's like, look, you've been wiped out, Joker. This episode is so full of surfing puns. We should have been counting them, but there's a yeah. lot. There's a lot. Egg puns. How, who knows how many egg puns were used? <laughs> so um, they take the Joker away, and uh, Chief O'Hara says, Cowabunga Begora, which I I thought that was noteworthy, I guess. I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, Skip is like, look, I gotta reverse the Joker's knowledge somehow and get all my surfing knowledge back. And Robin says, Cowabunga. And before they run out, Batman says, Begora. And then they run out. <laughs> End of the episode. Do you really? think Skip got his knowledge back? Uh, maybe. You know what? I don't think Skip actually ever... Maybe Maybe this is what happened. That machine didn't actually work. It, w- it was all sort of psychological. Like a, the, like a placebo. The Joker told his henchmen, Please build me a machine that could transfer surfing knowledge to my brain. And obviously that can't be done. It's impossible. So they just built this fake machine. But he believed it, it and he became a good surfer. Yeah. So really the the moral of this story is you just got to believe in yourself. And, and you, you can do anything. And you may well become the king of the surfers. That's a good moral. Later in Londinium... <laughs> Which is in the UK, or or at least this TV show's version of the UK. Londinium is obviously London. Someone's sneaking in, I guess, to uh, Buckingham Palace or wherever they keep all of the Queen's Royal jewelry. And they are stealing the Queen's Royal snuff boxes. And it is strongly hinted at that Batman will have to go to Europe to solve this mystery, because there are, there are no superheroes in Londinium. There aren't. Everyone knows that. British <laughs> people are useless. Except our fans. <laughs> okay. You just insulted our major fan base. What are you doing? I was making it. I was making it. Um, I was going to say, next week should be fun for our fans. Our, our, uh, our loyal British fans. It should be. So get no- ready. If you thought Stephen Andy Mania was big in the UK before, this is a three-part episode. It's going to be huge. It's going to get bigger. It's getting bigger every week. <laughs> All right, that is the end. We're going to be bigger than that ugly lady that was on uh, Britain Town. <laughs> Susan Boyle, yeah. Yeah, Susan Boyle. Actually, I've heard that she's a fan of Stephen Andy. I heard that she was a subscriber from day one. From She was a subscriber back in... The Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Because she's a big... A lot of people don't know this. Susan Boyle is a huge Seinfeld fan. Yeah, she's a Seinfeld freak. 
Turns out, though, she's a bigger Batman fan. Which yeah, is good and, for- I, and I heard she wasn't even planning on whatever that show was, um, going on that show, British Idol. You, Something like that, yeah, I don't know. So she wasn't even planning on uh, going on that, but then she heard the Whale of the Siren episode of Steve and Andy meet Batman, and yeah. it inspired her to go sing. <laughs> so She was originally going to sing the Batman theme. Yeah, but... And then it was going to be the Batgirl theme. <laughs> speaking of our fans, we we have an email to read from one of our listeners. It's an unusual email. Well, I think all of the emails we get are are good. This is a good one. This is a good one, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and read it. It says, Yeah. Uh, this is the full playlist on my iPod. Um, please tell me which of the bands you like. And it's in alphabetical order, which I really appreciate. There's probably, um, I don't know, maybe 30 or 50 bands here. I'll just go ahead and read them off real quick. Yeah, just read them. It won't take long. Beastie Boys, Black Sabbath, Block Party, Boston, Da Vinci's Notebook, Dire Straits, The Eagles, Eric Johnson, Guns N' Roses, Hathaway, Iron Maiden, Kansas, Katy Perry, Kiss, Led Zeppelin, Linkin Park, Men at Work, Metallica, Mott the Hoople, Paramore, Pat Benatar, Pink Floyd, Pink, Queen, Rise Against, Simon and Garfunkel, Suicidal Tendencies, System of a Down, T.I., Van Halen, 30H3? I don't... I've never heard of that. 303. Oh, 303. Oh, I've never heard of... And 30 Seconds to Mars. Alright, um... Which... So they want to know which bands that we like. Yeah, okay, well, like, name five bands you like, Steve. Well, first of all, I want to say this is one of the most interesting playlists that I've seen in a while, because I like how Simon and Garfunkel is right in between Rise Against and Suicidal Tendencies. So maybe he's, I don't know, I don't really know a uh, suicidal, I'm sorry, I don't really know a Suicidal Tendencies song, but I'd imagine there'd probably be one, like, it's probably about killing yourself or something like that. So maybe he's just listening to, like, Scarborough Fair. And then he's like, well, I really want to hear a song about killing myself. So we'll just skip. And uh, let me see. Some bands that I like here. Um, the Beastie Boys, I guess. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel. I have to list five. Okay. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> Kiss. Um... Minute work. <laughs> Not a big Linkin Park fan. I'm sorry. Uh, and Queen. I like Queen a lot. That's a. That's a. There you go. Um, I like. I, I do like the Beastie Boys. I do like Beastie Boys. Right. I like uh, Sid Barrett era Pink Floyd, namely like the first album and first handful of singles. Okay. I do like Mott the Hoople. Okay. Uh. Simon and Garfunkel's fine, so I'll say that's four. You're a pretty big Katy Perry fan, too, right? I'm a huge Katy Perry fan, <laughs> yeah. But I do prefer Men at Work over Katy Perry, so I'm gonna go... Actually, I don't like Katy Perry, but I do like Men at Work. Um, yeah, so an interesting email. Um, you me- When I first sent you this, you mentioned how you, you, don't, you didn't know that anyone actually liked the band Kansas. Yeah, I don't believe anyone actually likes Kansas. <laughs> But maybe this, it got mixed up with a list of his favorite states. 
That could be true, which is why he's got Boston on there, because he thought Boston was a state. <laughs> and it's also why he has T.I. on there. Yes. He meant to put R.I. <laughs> Rhode, Island. Rhode Island. Yeah, that is a good state, too. Um, if I were to list my top five favorite states, Kansas still wouldn't make my list. Yeah, that's that's a weak state, really. My top five favorite states, probably, I have no idea. Kansas would not even make the top ten. I'm I sorry. Don't think it would either. If we're alienating all our Can- <laughs> Kansonian, yeah. I don't even know if Kansas would make the top fifty. How <sighs> the territory of Puerto Rico in before Kansas? <laughs> like I would start listing off Canada before Kansas, really, <laughs> as a fifty-first state. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So overall, interesting email. Thank you. If you have anything to say, if you want us to read your email and maybe you have, maybe you like Kansas, I don't know. Tell us why. Yeah, and it has to be more than just dust in the wind. <laughs> or, or so maybe you like Kansas the band or the state. We want to know why. Well, Kansas, one good thing about Kansas, that is where Superman grew up. That's true. So you got there that you go. There you go. But is Smallville, real, is, is Smallville a real city in Kansas, or did they just make that up? I believe they made that up. I think they did. I don't know. But So then he didn't even grow up in the real world Kansas. It was the DC Universe Kansas. <laughs> Send us maybe a list of your top five favorite states. Maybe say why. I don't know. StephenAndy at gmail.com. Uh, check out our blog. Actually, we, we never really put anything on the blog. And Not really, but they can still go there anyway. Yeah. Uh, steveandandy.blogspot.com uh, Write us an iTunes review. We've yeah, some definitely. Very nice ones. Um, yeah, and just give us your feedback. If you hate the show, we want to know why. Yeah, I would like to know why. I think it's a good show. I, I Although I would think if you hate the show, you would have not have listened up to this point. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they would have. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you Maybe hate the show. Maybe it's like punishment. Re- I actually, Maybe they're into S and M. What I look heard, at this is S and M. You know the whole waterboarding controversy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, what they're going to start doing, and this is even more controversial, is starting. They're going to let the the prisoners listen to Steve and Andy meet Batman. They're going to tie him down and make him listen to the show. <laughs> and I, there's no way. I mean, waterboarding is one thing. Okay, right. You want to talk about true torture? Listen to our show every week. That's Steve and Andy boarding. Oh, did you hear about the uh, the horse that won the Kentucky Derby, actually, was ridden by the penguin. So <laughs> That's true. I, I, thought I, I thought I heard that. If and it was an underdog. It was the 50-1 to 1 to win. So something tells me it was probably just the favorite painted. What, what was the horse? Parasol, actually, was the horse. Actually. I think it was, yeah. And I believe all they did was paint that horse to make it look like the underdog. So, I don't know how many people watch the Kentucky Derby, but if you go back, rewatch it, I'm sure a lot of you taped it on your VCR or something. Rewatch it, or watch carefully, and you will see that that horse was actually painted. And it was the penguin. Yeah, and the penguin is riding it. Alright, so, good episode. Hey, it was a good episode. I will talk to you later this week. Yeah, see you, Steve. Winter, winter.